There is something to be said for lousy weather. There, I said it. <laughs> I know it goes against the grain with many folks, but it's true. There's something to be said for lousy weather, especially this time of year, January, February, March. Where I live, these are considered winter months, sometimes even April <laughs> and into May. <laughs> um, I'm not in Alaska, but I'm not in an overly balmy subtropical or tropical part of the world. Um, but I have to say that I have a secret here in this regard, and that is that I don't mind it that much. Okay? And that has to do with the fact that I am a writer by trade and a reader by lifelong habit and love. I just, I love to read and I love to write. And this time of year is great in that regard because we're past the part of the year where we're super busy with the holiday season. Whatever your preferred holiday is, whatever your preferred traditions may be, uh, typically you're busy toward the end of the calendar year. Let's face it, there are things that are happening and you have to keep up. You have to buy gifts or set up special celebrations or whatever. <clears throat> and it takes a lot of time out of your schedule. If you have any kind of connections in this material world whatsoever, it takes time and it takes mental energy. And I have learned that it is better for me to not overbook my writing projects during that time of the year. It just is a good idea to keep some open time, some space in my calendar because I need that time. I have lots of family, especially in-laws, and I've got to, you know, I've got to make some room for that. And I didn't always do that, but I try to do it now. But the great thing after that is January comes along and the holidays are done for the most part. Usually, in, in this particular part of the world, the weather stinks. It's just not great. We don't have a lot of high-temperature days, and we tend to have some precipitation of the snowy variety or the icy variety. So getting out and running around and traveling a lot are usually not on the books, usually not on the table. Um, and it's just not that great a time of year. We There's not a lot of good reasons to go out unless you're a skier, you know, an outdoor sports enthusiast, a winter sports fan. Then it's a great time of year to get out there and hit the slopes or, or hit the trail or whatever. But I'm not that guy. <laughs> there, I said it. I'm not that guy. Um, I like going to the trail and I like going outdoors. I like, I love outdoor activities, as you know, from past podcasts when I've recorded them while bicycling on nearby trails. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with winter sports either, but it's just not, you know, my cup of tea. So this is my time of year to get caught up, at least in theory, uh, on the writing side to make some progress, let's just say. That's probably the better way to put it. I'd like to make some progress. I can focus in better. And we're not to springtime or summer yet. And boy, when you hit springtime, if you have any kind of responsibilities with any kind of a home, 
Um, you know, you've got stuff to do. You've got to plant your gardens. You got to get the lawn ready. Make sure all your tools are in order. You, you, there's a lot to do. And then by the time you hit summer, summer, you're just you're outside a lot. And that's great because I love summer and I love being outside. I love warm weather and I, I, I love summer. I love the smell of summer. I love the sounds of summer, the bugs and the spring, the, the, the spring peepers in the early part of the season and the, and the katydids and the, the bird song and the, and the critters running around. I, mean, I love it. You know, it's a great time of year. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of lawn mowing involved. There are always outdoor chores. It never ends, especially if you own a home. If you don't, then trust me, <laughs> the chores never end. So, you know, spring and summer, and then often I'll have a vacation enrolled in, into that time of year, too. That's just it's often the time of year when I travel. So, you know, that books up fast. And so I don't always find myself to be at my most highly productive during those months here in this part of the world, right? June, July, August, September, let's say. Um, so January, February, March, man, mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> it's a great time of year. Um, if you ask me that, like when we're in the middle of a blizzard or if I just slipped on a patch of ice and went down hard on my tailbone, as I have been known to do from time to time, it is inevitable, then I would not be singing the praises of this time of year quite so effervescently, shall we say. But as a rule, they don't hate them. I don't hate these months. I love having an excuse to work on the work, to work on the writing, sit down. I have fewer excuses and fewer distractions to keep me from my appointed rounds on the keyboard. And that's a good thing. Why am I going on at length about this? Well, because it's part of my life. And that's, you know, what the this podcast is about. By the way, you're listening to the Introverted Exhibitionist Podcast, the IE Cast. I am your host, USA Today best-selling author Robert Jashanik, and I'm just blabbing on and on about my particular affinity for this particular time of year. But like I said, that this is what I do on this podcast, and that's why you've tuned in, so you can get a little snapshot of my world and uh, some of the things I'm up to. So let's just say this is a great time of year for writing. If you're a writer, oh man, this is great. Or if you're living in the opposite hemisphere, then whatever you consider to be your winter months, those are great times for you also as a writer. And that's uh, you know, for you to focus in during those times. It's just, it's cool to be able to just, you know, sit down at that keyboard and you're a little bit better able to focus in if you're like me, if you're like I am. So, you know, here's a salute to January and February, two of the crappiest months weather-wise, where I live, um, and where many of you live, too, I suspect. But they are two of the best months, productivity-wise, for me, as a rule. When I go back through my date books where I mark down my writing pro productivity, um, it's always better in these two months than, say, July or August, Oh, August is just lost. <laughs> that's it's a wash, man. So anyway, this is great. And and as you might guess from my blabbing about this at length, I'm real happy with uh, the work I've been doing. I've been writing a lot of short stories lately. Uh, I had some deadlines, some heavy deadlines in January and some continued deadlines into February that I've been working on. 
Um, and um, and then also fulfilling a Kickstarter from last year. Do you remember the Starbarian Saga Kickstarter that we had? Uh, I think it was last August, August of 2021. And I'm just finally finishing up, sending out the rewards for that, which is so great. It's such a relief, such a load off. Kickstarters are great. Crowdfunding is great. But it drags out for quite a while. Um, By the time all is said and done, by the time you get done putting together all your rewards, it's, it can take a long time. Like I've been working on these rewards for probably six months and I'm just now finally, finally finishing sending them out. Um, for one reason or another, it just took me that long. But I've been working on that. I put together a course as one of the rewards for that Kickstarter. It's called Getting Weird in Space. It's about writing weird science fiction. And I'm so happy with it. It came out really well. I put it up on Teachable, uh, put it all together myself, and I could not be happier with it. I think it came out really well. And I'm going to share it with you guys, or at least I'm going to give you the opportunity to um, purchase the course, the workshop, let's call it, um, sometime in the very near future. And I'll announce that here on the IE cast, I promise. And I really hope you'll jump in. I'll make it a reasonable price. I really hope you'll jump in and, and give it a try because I'm really happy with it. I think it came out great and it's going to help you. If you like writing unique stuff, right? Stuff that's just not just run-of-the-mill, paint-by-numbers, low-hanging fruit kind of stuff. If you like writing things that are unusual, that are unique, and express your inner voice in a confident and offbeat way, you'll love this course, and it will help you. This workshop will do so much for you. I just give up all my secrets, all the secrets of how I write my crazy fiction, And I put it all in there for you as a student and a participant. And like I said, um, it was a reward for the um, Kickstarter um, campaign last year. And so, you know, I I handed that over to the the backers who had um, backed at the right level to receive that reward. So I've got to give them some time in the workshop. I've got to give them some time to, to, to make the most of it, to get through it, to study it and to benefit from it. But then when that's done, a little bit further down the line, maybe next month, say, um, or April, I'm going to open it up to everyone else to, to buy uh, a seat and, and to enjoy it. And trust me, it, it's going to be, it, it, it's really a great course. It's a great workshop and you will enjoy it and you will benefit from it. You will walk away from that with so many great secrets and tips and tricks that are going to help to beef up your writing and make it so much more unique, even than it already is. And I'm sure it's already unique, but this will make it even uniquer, (laughs) if that's a word. Anyway, I've been very busy, as I said. And in fact, I'm going to talk about some of the things right now, some of the things I've been working on, because they're exciting. I have a bunch of projects coming out in the immediate future and the not too distant future which um, will be out there for you to enjoy really soon. And if you're a listener here on the IE cast, then I have a hunch that you're going to be interested in, in these stories and projects. And so let me tell you about some of them so that you can mark them down or at least put in a mental bookmark 
Um, and I'll tell you a little bit more in future IE casts so that you can make sure that you make the most of this work. So coming up in the immediate future, this is something I want to encourage you to support. There is a Kickstarter campaign underway for an anthology called The Fans Are Buried Tales. Okay? The Fans Are Buried Tales. And what this book is, is really unique. (laughs) Speaking of uniquer projects, this is one that I am so thrilled to be a part of, and I hope you will support it because it's up to you to make it a reality and also score copies of this great collection of stories by an incredible range of authors. Let me just tell you who the editor is on this, and it's going to blow your mind. The guy's name is Peter David. You might have heard of him, Peter David. He's an author who has had a great deal of success in Marvel Comics, continues to write for them. He might be best known at Marvel for his work on The Incredible Hulk. And he's returned to that series, to that character recently with his Maestro series, right? He's done a couple of different miniseries featuring the character of the Maestro, who's like an elderly Hulk, um, who's also an evil Hulk. And, and, and it's set in a dystopian future and, and all that. Anyway, Peter David, he's also really well known for writing incredible Star Trek comics and, and some great fiction as well. Um, he's, he's the editor on this project. And basically what it is, is it's based on a science fiction convention that happened a number of years ago in which um, there was a... a winter weather event that prevented people from leaving the convention on time. So they were trapped at the hotel and they spent the time telling each other stories and doing other things, enjoying activities communally and getting to know each other. Excuse me. And, and it was a great experience for everybody involved. And, Peter had the idea to solicit people to to write stories based on this concept. So each story revolves around a different type of fan attending a full-scale science fiction convention, and they all gather together in the bar, and they tell each other these stories. So like they have people who are science fiction fans or fans specifically of a Star Wars type of science fiction or a Star Trek type of science fiction, though not those in particular because they're copyrighted. Um, just all kinds of stuff. And I have a story in this book as well. And it's about fans of Dada, right? Dada, which is a sort of a, a nonsensical kind of performance art that started back in the early part of the 20th century was a reaction to various artistic movements and historical events. And it was sort of a, a movement in which nonsense was encouraged, or at least free association. Stream of consciousness kind of stuff, where you would just have like a really bizarre concept and bizarre things and just riff on, on really weird ideas. But it was all sort of intended to throw some shade on elements of the political and cultural world of the time. And it still carries through today. Anyway, 
it's a lot funnier and weirder than maybe it sounds from that description. Um, but my story is called Start Making Sense. Start Making Sense as opposed to Stop Making Sense, the famous Jonathan Demme film with the talking heads in it, the concert movie. Anyway, Start Making Sense. It's about these Dada fans and their really bizarre, really bizarre experiences and how it all comes up back around. And it has, anyway, it's, it's a great collection of stories by incredible authors. I know, I know you're going to love it. Please check it out on Kickstarter. Again, it's called The Fans Are Buried Tales. Sort of like the Canterbury Tales. Sort of like a, you know, a little bit of a sound alike there. So The Fans Are Buried Tales. Check it out. Edited by Peter David. I hope you will back this Kickstarter. Help the book become a reality and help get a copy of it in your hot little hands and or your hot little ebook reader um, app or device, okay? So that's something I've been working on, and, and I want to encourage you to check it out. Something else that I'm involved in is a, a, a bundle of ebooks, um, a bundle of space adventure ebooks from the International Association of Science Fiction and Fantasy Authors, the IASFA. And this bundle is going to run from March 1st through the 21st. March 1st through the 21st. And I hope you'll check it out. Look for it on Facebook. Look for it online on the IASFA website. Just look up IASFA and Space Adventure uh, Bundle and you'll find it. This collection of books is going to be out of this world, literally. It includes my novel Battletech Crucible. I'm sorry, <laughs> Battle Not Crucible. Don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. Not Battletech. That's copyrighted. That's not one of mine. Battle Not Crucible. Okay. And it's a great science fiction, military science fiction novel. And you'll you'll really enjoy it. And anyway, this, this collection is coming out. It runs March 1st to the 21st. You'll see more about this on my website, bobscribe.com. And also on my Facebook feed and my Twitter feed and my Instagram feed. Just look me up. Bob Jashonik, Robert Jashonik, and you'll find it. More information on that to follow in future IE casts. Something else I'm involved in, I have a story coming out in a book <clears throat> that's going to be published on March 1st, if it hasn't already been published. I don't know when you're listening to this, but if, if it hasn't been published yet, then please keep an eye open for it or pre-order it on Amazon. It's called Fiction River, Broken Dreams. Fiction River, Broken Dreams. Look it up. It's going to be a great collection of stories. It's an anthology published by WMG Publishing, edited by the one and only Christine Catherine Rush. She is a Hugo Award-winning editor, a multiple award-winning author. She writes loads of science fiction and fantasy. She writes the Fae fantasy series, which she just picked up again and started adding new tales to just recently. And also... The um, <clears throat> oh my goodness, what's the other? Oh, the diving, the diving series, which uh, is uh, about these folks who uh, go around and scavenge um, wreckage in space. You know, wrecked spaceships. Many times they're like ancient ships, or they have some kind of an incredible history, or some kind of incredible technology attached. And there are always these great adventures. She writes a lot for Asimov's science fiction magazine. 
Anyway, she's the editor of this this collection. It's all about the theme of broken dreams. It includes a lot of great authors, and it has one of my stories in it that you want to read. It's one of my favorites. I'm very, very proud of it. It's called Pictures at a Hidden Exhibition. Pictures at a Hidden Exhibition. And it's a really crazy story, but it's a, a, it's a private eye story, which is sort of divided between events that happened long ago with the grandfather of a character who exists in the current time, and she's also investigating something. And the two of them, their their adventures sort of collide in a way. There's no time travel involved. It's just a mystery crime story. But it's really different, and I'm really happy with it. So I hope you'll check this out. Fiction River, Broken Dreams, coming out March 1st. Do not miss it. There's another publication coming out shortly. I think it's sometime in the month of March. It's called Pulp House Magazine, Pulp House Fiction Magazine. It'll be issue 16, and it includes one of my stories, A Snowman's Chance in Hell. And it's it's a really offbeat piece. It's a winter theme, as you might guess from the title. And it's just a, it's a weird fairy tale, crazy thing. And I hope you'll check it out. A Snowman's Chance in Hell. And it's in Pulp House Fiction Magazine 16. Keep an eye open for it. I will keep plugging it here on the IE cast. You'll hear more about it in future editions. Something else that's coming out. The Aliens Among Us Story Bundle. It premieres in March. And it's a bundle of ebooks that all revolve around science fiction themes that involve alien life in one kind or another, of one kind or another. I have a a novella that's part of this set. It's called Universal Language, and you will enjoy it. You'll love this set. It's being curated by the one and only Dean Wesley Smith, and you will just, you will love it. Trust me. Make sure you grab this up. Keep an eye on the website, storybundle.com, because the latest information about this set will will, will debut on that site. And plus which, there are lots of other great story bundles that you can grab for a very low price. That's the cool thing about Story Bundle. You basically can pay what you like. You can buy one level, which has a limited number of books. You can buy another level, which has even more books. And you can direct a portion of what you spend toward a charity, a charitable cause, which is also cool. That's coming really soon. Aliens Among Us Story Bundle. So don't miss that. There's another thing that I have coming out, which is I have two essays in a book about Stargate. That's right. The TV series. Well, there are multiple series and a movie and then multiple TV movies or direct-to-video movies. Anyway, it's this sprawling franchise, science fiction franchise, which you are probably familiar with in some way, whether you were a major fan of the series or not. But there's a a book of essays coming out, and it's called Unauthorized Off-World Activation, Exploring the Stargate Franchise. And as I said, I have two essays in that book. One is about a a character from the show Stargate Universe, um, who was kind of an anti-hero, shall we say. He had mm, heroic qualities and some villainous qualities qualities as well. 
And then there's another essay in there as well that that's about uh, a show called. It, it was a, uh, a series that turned was that it, it was a series on the um, Stargate website that was around for a while, and it was um, it was called Stargate Origins. And I compared that to elements of Stargate Universe. Anyway, I have two essays in this book, and it's coming out really soon. I don't know exactly when. I don't have a date for you, but soon. I know the book is almost ready to go, which is a great sign. At one point or another, I'll announce it here on the IE cast and also on bobscribe.com and also on my Facebook feed. So make sure you watch all those sources because it's going to be a great collection of essays by some really amazing authors. And you are going to love it. Believe me, it's, it's really, it's cool. If you love Stargate or just science fiction in general, you'll love this. If you haven't been a viewer of Stargate in the past, this is a great way to get into the into the franchise. This is a great way to dig in, learn all about it, and you will want to watch. <laughs> you'll want to know what's going on with this Stargate thing. And then you'll dig up the first movie, and then you'll check out Stargate SG-1, the TV series with Richard Dean Anderson of MacGyver fame which was the first, and some say the best, of the series, though that's up for debate. And you can check out a little something called Stargate Atlantis with somebody you might have heard of before named Jason Momoa, right? Aquaman, the dude from uh, Game of Thrones, right? The, The horseman from the early episodes of Game of Thrones, I forget his name. And uh, he's been in lots of other stuff. He's in an Apple TV series, which I think is called C, S-E-E. Anyway, Jason Momoa, you know, Stargate Atlantis. Trust me, you're going to check this book out. You're going to love Stargate, even if, even if you haven't been into it before, and you will fall in love with it. It's, it's, a, it's a great collection, so be sure to check that out. Also, there's a space opera story bundle coming out, which I am curating, which will premiere on April 13th. I'll be talking more about that in weeks to come. But, oh, man. Is it going to be good? Guess who I got in the story bundle? The space opera story bundle. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I mean, everybody in it is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to run through the whole list right now, the whole roster, but I wanted to tell you about one in particular. Have you ever seen the episode of Star Trek, the original series called The Trouble with Tribbles? It was written by a, a, a guy named David Gerald who then went on to write additional Star Trek, and he co-create, or he created the Land of the Lost TV series back in the 70s. And he has written all kinds of science fiction and has been um, honored and awarded. And, and I mean, he's, he's great. And he's going to be in this story bundle, and I'm so excited. I don't want to be too much of a fanboy about this because I'm the curator. I have to maintain a professional demeanor at all times. Nevertheless, very excited to have David freaking Gerald. It's not his full name. David Gerald as part of this story bundle. So make sure you stay tuned for all the, the, all the uh, details on that. They're coming up in IT. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking away and I got distracted. They're coming up in IE casts to come as well as blogs and, and Facebook posts and all that sort of thing. So I'll be talking much more about that really soon. So as you can see, yes, January and February have been busy months. And um, some of that productivity will lead to great things coming up 
in the immediate future and the not-too-distant future after that. And there's some even cooler stuff coming up later in the year. But I'm going to hold off on talking about that right now because don't you think we've talked enough about this stuff? (laughs) Because, you know, we do not live by writing and reading alone, though I do love them. We as human beings and as authors, creative people, have to fulfill other spaces in our lives. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our good health and to our mental and physical well-being and the well-being of those around us, those we care for, to direct ourselves in other, in other directions as well. So, um, you know, that's something that's, that bears thinking about here as, as we come to the close of this IE cast. It's something that I'd like to remind you of because, frankly, I need to remind myself about it. As you've just heard, I've been spending a lot of time at the keyboard and I have not been making a lot of time for other stuff in my life, but I realize how important it is to do that and I'm going to try in the immediate future to do a little bit more stuff other than writing and reading. For example, working out, exercising, getting outside, right? Those are all so important. If your body fails you, you just you're not going to be able to keep up the kind of mental discipline that you need in order to generate a lot of work, which is what you want to do. You want to be productive in your creative expression. You want to get as much out there as possible. If you're at all like I am, which I suspect you are because you're listening to the IE cast after all. So it's vital to stay healthy. It's vital to exercise, keep yourself going, whatever form of exercise you enjoy, make sure you participate in it. You owe it to yourself as a writer and a human being. And it's easy to let it go. Oh my God, is it? I remember years ago when I did not have as much of a quote unquote life as I do now. And I spent much more time in front of uh, in front of the well, at the time it was a typewriter, not a computer. It was an electric typewriter, believe it or not. But I spent a lot of time in front of the typewriter and did not exercise much at all. I don't think I exercised it at all, actually, <laughs> for a long time. Oh yeah, I think back at the wasted years. But we're not going to go down that road too far. But I just want to say that. It was not my most productive or lucid time. I don't think that what I was doing at the time was really beneficial to the work in the end. Uh, and and, and I, I, I hope I've learned from that. I've tried in the years since to be more um, attentive to exercising, to working out, and to watching my diet too. Oh my God, that's so critical. I never realized it until recently when I went through a weight loss program and I lost like 60 some pounds, which is insane. Believe me, I know it's so difficult just to lose one pound. This took so much work. But something interesting that I learned in the process is that diet is key. Can you believe it? (laughs) I know I was shocked. I continue to be surprised by this very simple, basic fact. Diet is like super important to keeping your weight down. 
I always just thought, well, you know, if you eat, then you just exercise, you work it off, right? It just melts away. But it doesn't. It doesn't. Diet is key. So anyway, I want to encourage you as writers and creative people to watch your diet, find the right diet path for yourself that enables you to stay healthy and alert and fit and to live a long life because, man, you want that time and you want that time time as a healthy human being um, with minimal afflictions if possible to be creative, to invent new work, to get as much out there as you can because that's what it's all about. Productivity, creativity, expression, making your voice heard, bringing people into your world, sharing your world and your voice and your worldview, your thematic loves with them. That is what it's all about, at least for me. So don't forget, and oh my God, it's also so critical to remember to amuse yourself periodically. <laughs> and let's, let's, let's be upfront here. You need to be careful of that little creature called the internet, that little bugaboo. Because if you're sitting at your computer and you got the internet on there, it's so, so bloody easy to be suddenly cast adrift from the midst of your high-priority writing project into some kind of netherworld of clickbait stuff. And the next thing you know, hours have gone by. You know what I'm talking about. You've been there. You might be there right now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how you found me just, just now. Maybe that's how you found the IE cast. I don't know. But it's so easy to go astray online. So be careful of that, right? I know um, my uh, friend writer, um, he has separate computers for writing and the internet. And never the twain shall meet because he knows that it's really difficult to not go down that road um, and get cast adrift. So you got to be careful. But anyway, in spite of all that, you also need to amuse yourself and to step away from the machine periodically. In fact, I highly re recommend it. I highly recommend taking periodic breaks, stepping away maybe once every hour or every half hour, depends on what you're working on, your level of attentiveness. Sometimes you're just like in the groove, you know, and you just want to keep cranking and that's fine. Don't worry about it. Just crank. If the muse is singing in your ear, do not, I repeat, do not turn away. <laughs> but if you're just on a typical average, steady, normal pace and maybe you feel yourself getting a little fuzzy, shall we say? then it's always good to step away. Maybe go do a little bit of exercise. Maybe walk around the block or lift some weights or I don't know, do something. Step away. It's a good thing. Amuse yourself. Watch some TV and that will feed your writing as well. Any kind of intake <clears throat> that you manage, television, reading, whatever, um, that's going to help. As will just simple interactions with the people around you. Don't forget about your family. Don't forget about your friends. Keep them in your life. This is great advice I'm giving you. I'm sure you're saying, I don't need this advice, brother. <laughs> I already know all this is common sense. It's horse sense. So you can just take your IE cast. And no, you're not thinking that because you love the IE cast. Let's face facts. Nevertheless, 
These are all good recommendations. I hope you'll keep them in mind. I'm actually going through them to remind myself about them because, yes, sometimes I forget. Sometimes I get so dug down and so hyper-focused on the writing, on the work, that I do forget to do some of these other things or I don't do them as much as I should and then it costs me in the end. Even though it's kind of an ephemeral thing, it's hard to pin down, right? It's hard to say, well, uh, because I didn't work out yesterday, my, the quality of sentence number 16 that I generated afterward uh, or this morning or last night was, was not quite to the high level that I expect. I mean, you can't really quantify it. Um, but nevertheless, it's something, it's a real problem if you're not careful, if you don't nip it in the bud. Make sure you amuse yourself. Make sure you exercise, watch your diet, sh- spend time with your loved ones and your pets, whatever. Just do stuff, but always come back to the keyboard. <laughs> And don't let it, don't let it go to waste. Don't let the time go to waste. And make sure this time of year, you spend that time when it's cold outside, crappy outside. You don't feel like going outside. Sit down at that keyboard. Don't waste away too much time just sort of vegetating in front of the TV or surfing the internets, the interwebs, or whatever. I mean, that's all valuable. You got to amuse yourself. I know I just said that, but don't get carried away with it either. Okay. Make sure you keep in focus on the work as well, because you gotta you gotta push yourself, you gotta drive yourself. It's too easy to let those hours pass without the work. And the hours become days, the days become weeks. Blah blah blah. Next thing you know, <laughs> decades have passed, and you're not up to where you want to be. You don't have as much written as you'd like, and. Uh, And then all you can do is just recover and do the best you can from that point on. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time. But for now, that's all I have to say here on the IE cast. Thank you so much for being a part. I hope you enjoyed the last edition, the 25th edition. That was great, the anniversary. I had a great time with that. I had a great time with this one as well. As always, I always enjoy this. I always enjoy talking to you telling you about my world, talking about writing, talking about publishing, or whatever craziness is in my uh, excuse for, for a lunatic mind. Um, so thanks again for being a part of this. And um, remember to check out my, uh, my social media. You can find me on Facebook. Just look me up, Chishonic, Robert Chishonic. Uh, look up Robert's Readers. I have a, a Facebook group that you can join, and I give away free work that you can read. It's it's a great it's a great way to get um, acquainted with my work. So Robert's Readers, look it up on Facebook. You can look look me up on Twitter. Look me up on Instagram. I'm there. Look up my website bobscribe.com. You can buy my work all over the place. Just look it up, man. Look up my name. Google me, or Go to my website, piepresspublishing.com, otherwise known as blastoffbooks.net, and you can find lots of great stuff there to buy, ebook-wise, and also order paperbacks and things like that. And I hope you'll also check out my newsletter. Um, go to net newsletter.blastoffbooks.net. Comes out maybe once every month. Though it's, I'm a little behind on that. I need to get one out soon. 
But as you can see, uh, as, you, as you've just heard, I have a lot to talk about. So I think there's one coming really soon, maybe even in the next day or two. So go to newsletter.blastoffbooks.net and subscribe. I won't pester you, but I'll send you some cool stuff every now and then. And each newsletter includes a free story. Oh, you can't pass that up. I know I wouldn't want to pass it up. So check that out and, uh, and make sure you tune in next time as well. I, I can't wait to have you back for the 27th edition of the IE Cast. And remember, whatever it is that you enjoy creatively, make sure you do it as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. If you're a writer, make sure you write. If you're an artist, keep on keep on doing the art. If you're a musician, keep on playing the music. Whatever it is, keep on doing it. Stay creative, stay engaged, stay energized, and you'll be a happier person because of it. You'll be more fulfilled. You'll have a better life. And you might just help to make the world a slightly better place. Or maybe a much better place. Who knows? Depends on what you write. Your mileage may vary. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you'll be back for the next edition of the Introverted Exhibitionist Podcast. Podcast.